part two of antigone by sophocles translated by edward hayes plumtree eighteen twenty one to eighteen ninety one this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part two creon to antigone and now for thee say in few words not lengthening out thy speech knewst thou the edicts which forbade these things antigone i knew them could i fail full clear were they creon and thou didst dare to disobey these laws antigone yes for it was not zeus who gave them forth nor justice dwelling with the gods below who traced these laws for all the sons of men nor did i deem thy edict strong enough that thou a mortal man shouldst overpass the unwritten laws of god that know not change they are not of to-day nor yesterday but live for ever nor can man assign when first they sprang to being not through fear of any man's resolve was i prepared before the gods to bear the penalty of sinning against these that i should die i knew how should i not though thy decree had never spoken and before my time if i shall die i reckon this again for whoso lives as i in many woes how can it be but he shall gain by death and so for me to bear this doom of thine has nothing painful but if i had left my mother's son unburied on his death in that i should have suffered but in this i suffer not and should i seem to thee to do a foolish deed tis simply this i bear the charge of folly from a fool chorus the maiden stubborn will of stubborn sire the offspring shows itself she knows not yet to yield to evils creon know then minds too stiff most often stumble and the rigid steel baked in the furnace made exceeding hard thou seest most often split and shivered lie and i have known the steeds of fiery mood with a small curb subdued it is not meet that one who lives in bondage to his neighbour should think too proudly wanton outrage then this girl first learnt transgressing these my laws but this when she has done it is again a second outrage over it to boast and laugh as having done it surely then she is the man not i if all unscathed such deeds of might are hers but be she child of mine own sister or of one more near than all the kith and kin of household zeus she and her sister shall not scape a doom most foul and shameful for i charge her too with having planned this deed of sepulture go ye and call her twas but now within i saw her raving losing self-command and still the mind of those who in the dark plan deeds of evil is the first to fail and so convicts itself of secret guilt but most i hate when one found out in guilt will seek to gloze and brave it to the end antigone and dost thou seek aught else beyond my death creon naught else for me that gaining i gain all antigone why then delay of all thy words not one pleases me now and may it never please and so all mine must grate upon thine ears and yet how could i higher glory gain than placing my true brother in his tomb there is not one of these but would confess it pleases them did fear not seal their lips the tyrant's might in much besides excels and it may do and say whate'er it will creon of all the race of cadmos thou alone look'st thus upon the deed antigone they see it too as i do 
but their tongue is tied for thee creon art not ashamed against their thoughts to think antigone there is naught base in honouring our own blood creon and was he not thy kin who fought against him antigone yea brother of one father and one mother creon why then give honour which dishonours him antigone the dead below will not repeat thy words creon yes if thou give like honour to the godless antigone it was his brother not his slave that died creon wasting this land while he died fighting for it antigone yet hades still craves equal rights for all creon the good craves not the portion of the bad antigone who knows if this be wholly deemed below creon not even when he dies can foe be friend antigone my nature leads to sharing love not hate creon go then below and if thou must have love love them while i live women shall not rule enter ismene led in by attendants chorus and lo ismene at the gate comes shedding tears of sisterly regard and o'er her brow a gathering cloud mars the deep roseate blush bedewing her fair cheek creon to ismene and thou who creeping as a viper creeps didst drain my life in secret and i knew not that i was rearing two accursed ones subverters of my throne come tell me then wilt thou confess thou took'st thy part in this or wilt thou swear thou didst not know of it ismene i did the deed if she did go with her yes share the guilt and bear an equal blame antigone nay justice will not suffer this for thou didst not consent nor did i let thee join ismene nay in thy troubles i am not ashamed in the same boat with thee to share thy fate antigone who did it hades knows and those below i do not love a friend who loves in words ismene do not my sister put me to such shame as not to let me join in death with thee and so to pay due reverence to the dead antigone share not my death nor make thine own this deed thou hadst no hand in it my death shall suffice ismene what life to me is sweet bereaved of thee antigone ask creon there since thou o'er him dost watch ismene why vex me so in nothing bettered by it antigone tis pain indeed to laugh my laugh at thee ismene but now at least how may i profit thee antigone save thou thyself i grudge not thy escape ismene ah woe is me and must i miss thy fate antigone thou madest thy choice to live and i to die ismene twas not because i failed to speak my thoughts antigone to these didst thou to those did i seem wise ismene and yet the offence is equal in us both antigone take courage thou dost live my soul long since hath died to render service to the dead creon of these two girls the one goes mad but now the other ever since her life began ismene even so o king no mind that ever lives stands firm in evil days but goes astray creon thine did when with the vile vile deeds thou choosest ismene how could i live without her presence here creon 
speak not of presence she is here no more ismene and wilt thou slay thy son's betrothed bride creon full many a field there is which he may plough ismene none like that plighted troth twixt him and her creon wives that are vile i love not for my sons ismene oh dearest hymon how thy father shames thee creon thou with that marriage dost but vex my soul chorus and wilt thou rob thy son of her he loved creon tis death not i shall break the marriage off chorus her doom is fixed it seems then she must die creon fixed yes by me and thee no more delay lead them within ye slaves these must be kept henceforth as women suffered not to roam for even boldest natures shrink in fear when they see hades overshadowing life exeunt guards with antigone and ismene strophe one chorus blessed are those whose life no woe doth taste for unto those whose house the gods have shaken nothing fails of curse or woe that creeps to generations far e'en thus a wave wind spreads with blast from thracian coasts the darkness of the deep up from the sea's abyss hither and thither rolls the black sand on and every jutting peak swept by the storm wind's strength lashed by the fierce wild waves re-echoes with the far resounding roar antistrophe one i see the woes that smote in ancient days the seed of labdacos who perished long ago with grief on grief still falling nor does this age rescue that some god still smites it down nor have they any end for now there rose a gleam over the last weak shoots that sprang from out the race of oedipus yet this the blood-stained scythe of those that reign below cuts off relentlessly and maddened speech and frenzied rage of heart strophe two thy power o zeus what haughtiness of man yea what can hold in check which neither sleep that maketh all things old nor the long months of gods that never fail can for a moment seize but still as lord supreme waxing not old with time thou dwellest in thy sheen of radiancy on far olympus height through future near or far as through the past one law holds ever good naught comes to life of man unscathed throughout by woe antistrophe two for hope to many comes in wanderings wild a solace and support to many as a cheat of fond desires and creepeth still on him who knows it not until he burn his foot within the scorching flame full well spake one of old that evil ever seems to be as good to those whose thoughts of heart god leadeth unto woe and without woe he spends but short a space of time and here comes hymon last of all thy sons comes he bewailing sore the fate of her who should have been his bride the maid antigone grieving o'er vanished joys enter hymon creon soon we shall know much more than seers can surely thou dost not come my son to rage against thy father hearing his decree fixing her doom who should have been thy bride or dost thou love us still whate'er we do hymon my father i am thine and thou dost guide with thy wise counsels which i gladly follow no marriage weighs one moment in the scales with me while thou dost guide my steps aright creon this thought my son should dwell within thy breast 
that all things stand below a father's will for so men pray that they may rear and keep obedient offspring by their hearths and homes that they may both requite their father's foes and pay with him like honours to his friend but he who reareth sons that profit not what could one say of him but this that he breeds his own sorrow laughter to his foes lose not thy reason then my son or come by pleasure for a woman's sake but no a cold embrace is that to have at home a worthless wife the partner of thy bed what ulcerous sore is worse than one we love who proves all worthless no with loathing scorn as hateful to thee let that girl go wed a spouse in hades taken in the act i found her her alone of all the state rebellious and i will not make myself false to the state she dies so let her call on zeus the lord of kindred if i rear of mine own stock things foul and orderless i shall have work enough with those without for he who in the life of home is good will still be seen as just in things of state i should be sure that man would govern well and know well to be governed and would stand in war's wild storm on his appointed post a just and good defender but the man who by transgressions violates the laws or thinks to bid the powers that be obey he must not hope to gather praise from me no we must follow whom the state appoints in things or just and trivial or may be the opposite of these for anarchy is our worst evil brings our commonwealth to utter ruin lays whole houses low in battle strife hurls firm allies in flight but they who yield to guidance these shall find obedience saves most men thus help should come to what our rulers order least of all ought men to bow before a woman's sway far better if it must be so to fall by a man's hand than thus to bear reproach by woman conquered chorus unto us o king unless our years have robbed us of our wit thou seemest to say wisely what thou sayest hymon the gods my father have bestowed on man his reason noblest of all earthly gifts and that thou speakest wrongly these thy words i cannot say god grant i ne'er know how such things to utter yet another's thoughts may have some reason tis my lot to watch what each man says or does or blames in thee for dread thy face to one of low estate who speaks what thou wilt not rejoice to hear but i can hear the things in darkness said how the whole city wails this maiden's fate as one who of all women most unjustly for noblest deed must die the foulest death who her own brother fallen in the fray would neither leave unburied nor expose to carrion dogs or any bird of prey may she not claim the meed of golden praise such is the whisper that in secret runs all darkling and for me my father naught is dearer than thy welfare what can be a nobler prize of honour for the son than a sire's glory or for sire than sons i pray thee then wear not one mood alone that what thou sayest is right and naught but that for he who thinks that he alone is wise his mind and speech above what others have such men when searched are mostly empty found but for a man to learn though he be wise yea to learn much and know the time to yield brings no disgrace when winter floods the streams thou seest the trees that bend before the storm save their last twigs while those that will not yield perish with root and branch and when one hauls too tight the mainsail rope and will not slack he has to end his voyage with deck o'erturned 
do thou then yield permit thyself to change young though i be if any prudent thought be with me i at least will dare assert the higher worth of one who come what will is full of knowledge if that may not be for nature is not wont to take that bent tis good to learn from those who counsel well chorus my king tis fit that thou shouldst learn from him if he speaks words in season and in turn that thou to hymon shouldst learn of him for both speak well creon shall we at our age stoop to learn from him young as he is the lesson to be wise hymon learn not thou shouldst not learn and if i'm young thou shouldst my deeds and not my years consider creon is that thy deed to reverence rebel souls hymon i would bid none waste reverence on the base creon has not that girl been seized with that disease hymon the men of thebes with one accord say no creon and will my subjects tell us how to rule hymon dost thou not see thou speakest like a boy creon must i then rule for others than myself hymon that is no state which hangs on one man's will creon is not the state deemed his who governs it hymon brave rule alone and o'er an empty land creon this boy it seems will be his bride's ally hymon if thou art she for thou art all my care creon basest of base against thy father pleading hymon yea for i see thee sin a grievous sin creon and do i sin revering mine own sway hymon thou show'st no reverence trampling on god's laws creon o guilty soul by woman's craft beguiled hymon thou wilt not find me slave unto the base creon thy every word is still on her behalf hymon yea and on thine and mine and theirs below creon be sure thou shalt not wed her while she lives hymon then she must die and dying others slay creon and dost thou dare to come to me with threats hymon is it a threat against vain thoughts to speak creon thou to thy cost shalt teach me wisdom's ways thyself in wisdom wanting hymon i would say thou wast unwise if thou wert not my father creon thou woman slave i say prate on no more hymon wilt thou then speak and speaking listen not creon nay by olympus thou shalt not go free to flout me with reproaches lead her out whom my soul hates that she may die forthwith before mine eyes and near her bridegroom here hymon no think it not near me she shall not die and thou shalt never see my face alive that thou mayst storm at those who like to yield exit hymon chorus the man has gone o king in hasty mood a mind distressed in youth is hard to bear creon let him do what he will and bear himself as more than man he shall not save those girls chorus what dost thou mean to slay them both alike creon not her who touched it not there thou sayst well chorus what form of death meanst thou to slay her with creon leading her on to where the desert path is loneliest there alive in rocky cave will i immure her just so much of food before her set as may avert pollution and save the city from the guilt of blood 
and there invoking hades whom alone of all the gods she worships she perchance shall gain escape from death or then shall know that hades worship is but labour lost strophe chorus o love in every battle victor owned love rushing on thy prey now on a maiden's soft and blooming cheek in secret ambush hid now o'er the broad sea wandering at will and now in shepherd's folds of all the undying ones none scape from thee nor yet of mortal men whose lives are measured as a fleeting day and who has thee is frenzied in his soul antistrophe thou makest vile the purpose of the just to his own fatal harm thou hast stirred up this fierce and deadly strife of men of nearest kin the charm of eyes of bride beloved and fair is crowned with victory and dwells on high among the powers that rule equal with holiest laws for aphrodite she whom none subdues sports in her might and majesty divine i even i am born beyond the appointed laws i look on this and cannot stay the fountain of my tears for lo i see her see antigone wend her sad lonely way to that bride chamber where we all must lie antigone behold o men of this my fatherland i wend my last lone way seeing the last sunbeam now and never more he leads me yet alive hades that welcomes all to acheron's dark shore with neither part nor lot in marriage festival nor hath the marriage hymn been sung for me as bride but i shall be the bride of acheron chorus and hast thou not all honour worthiest praise who goest to the home that hides the dead not smitten by the sickness that decays nor by the sharp sword's mead but of thine own free will in fullest life alone of mortals thus to hades takes thy way antigone i heard of old her pitiable end on Sipolis high crag the phrygian stranger from a far land come whom tantalus begat whom growth of rugged rock clinging as ivy clings subdued and made its own and now so runs the tale there as she melts in shower the snow abideth aye and still bedews yon cliffs that lie below those brows that ever weep with fate like hers god brings me to my rest chorus a goddess she and of the high gods born and we are mortals born of mortal seed and lo for one who liveth but to die to gain like doom with those of heavenly race is great and strange to hear antigone ye mock me then alas why wait ye not by all our father's gods i ask of you till i have passed away but flout me while i live o city that i love o men that claim as yours that city stored with wealth o dearkey fairest fount o grove of thebes that boasts her chariot host i bid you witness all how with no friends to weep by what stern laws condemned i go to that strong dungeon of the tomb for burial strange ah me nor dwelling with the living nor the dead chorus forward and forward still to farthest verge of daring hast thou gone and now o child thou hast rushed violently where right erects her throne surely thou payest to the uttermost thy father's debt of guilt antigone ah thou hast touched the quick of all my grief the thrice told tale of all my father's woe the fate which dogs us all the old lobdacid race of ancient fame woe for the curses dire of that defiled bed with foulest incest stained my mother's with my sire 
whence i myself have sprung most miserable and now i go to them to sojourn in the grave accursed and unwed ah brother thou didst find thy marriage fraught with ill and thou though dead hast smitten down my life chorus acts reverent and devout may claim devotion's name but power in one to whom power comes as trust may never be defied and thee thy stubborn mood self-chosen layeth low antigone unwept without a friend unwed and whelmed in woe i journey on this road that open lies no more shall it be mine o misery to look upon yon daylight's holy eye and yet of all my friends not one bewails my fate no kindly tear is shed enter creon end of part two recording by expatriate in bangor maine